Bronx nostalgia, it's the 90s vibe. Come and tap in, we're keeping it live. Live, live. Nuance nostalgia, it's the 90s vibe. Come and tap in, we're keeping it live. Live, live. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Nuance Nostalgia. I'm Nick Norris, and with me, as always, is my beautiful, lovely, and sick co-host, uh, Caitlin Mogwai Shortall. Mogwai, yes. I woke up from a three-hour nap. Yes. So mind your business. But... About five minutes ago. Yeah. You've <laughs> yes. been very under the weather here recently. Well, okay. In the grand scheme of things, I'm fine, probably. I'm, I'm not as sick as you could be, but hmm. yeah, very unwell right now. But yeah. it's all good. It is We're all gonna good. We're going to make it through. Uh, just mind your business what I look like if you're li- watching. Mind <laughs> yeah. your business. But. Yeah, and that's good. We need to start saying that at the beginning of every episode. We do have a YouTube video stream of this podcast every episode. Um, so you can tune in and watch it. Watch us talk about these. With This week, again, we have one camera. I found my camera, though. I found I my third camera that I lost for weeks just under my seat in my car, along with my Apple Watch. And my sunglasses. No one's surprised, but anyway, that's besides the point. So but yeah, next we found week, it. yeah, we'll be ha- if we have time, we'll have the three camera set up again. We could have had time this week, but I didn't do it. So next week, maybe. You know, we're just doing what we can. Yeah, we're doing what we can. Exactly. Yeah. Great. <laughs> uh, this week, though, we're talking about uh, 1984's Gremlins, directed by Joe Dante and um, executive produced by Steven Spielberg. And um, I'm excited about this one. This is uh, part two of our four-part Christmas extravaganza here on Nuance Nostalgia. Um, also want to say a really quick thank you to Brandon to a few people that I know this week that said they listened to this. So uh, thank you for that. Uh, I also thank you for that. Um, now, I can't conceptualize being perceived, but like other than that, I, in my mind, we just we talk, we have these conversations, mm. we put them on the internet, and then no one listens, which like is fine if that's true. Yeah. But in my mind, no one does. And yeah. so like when people say that they do, I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm confused. <laughs> like it's a private server we're uploading it to. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Not like fully on the internet, but anyway it's nice i yeah, appreciate so it thank you oh you also are going to continue continue our uh brat's mini advent calendar caitlin has we have a few more on the table i don't know if you can see it in the camera there but <laughs> you almost certainly can't but basically the newest ones are this winter uh you definitely cannot see this winter wonder winter wonder time i'll get a close-up shot they'll, they'll be looking at the picture of it here winter time collections jade and then um Flaunet sasha they're not in the boxes because I guess you're supposed to put them in there. Um, and then I didn't know it was going to do this, but they have like minis of like this eyeshadow palette. I guess they came out with <laughs> a Yasmin eyeshadow palette. She looks pretty slay in that. And then apparently it opened up and like had all these eyeshadows. They probably were dog shit, but anyway, <laughs> uh, you know, maybe they weren't. Who knows? But um, I wasn't into makeup back then. And then you almost certainly won't be able to see this but this is a lipstick box that's fun <laughs> of like a lipstick i guess they came out with it at some point is the lipstick in it yes nice that's very <laughs> I cool i was like can i open this yeah so you definitely won't be able to see this but like I'll, it's like a little lipstick no i'll have pictures blown up of all of them so yeah, yeah uh and have you opened today's yet this is today okay the lipstick is today yeah. so yeah i'm not getting it out early so just a little update on our brat's advent calendar yeah keep so that going throughout sasha uh winter time jade and then this palette and the lipsticks so, very cool yeah all right well let's talk about uh gremlins 1984 um 
this was my choice this week of the movie to uh to go back and watch we're nostalgic for or i am nostalgic for and um i watched this one so much as a kid gremlins i thought it was scary and funny and great and i like i had a stuffed gizmo and a stuffed stripe and i wish i still had them i don't know what they probably got sold in a yard sale yeah um but i just i remember loving this movie and i didn't know how much i'd like it going back to it because i haven't watched it in years um i still liked it just as much i thought it was yeah, great i really liked it too yeah have you watched it prior to this if i have it's been a long time okay but my mom really likes this one yeah, yeah. um but she my mom was born in like 62 so i think this was like the prime mm-hmm. like time to like because this came out in the 80s you said 84, 84. Yeah, yeah so like she definitely probably grew up with this one too or like it came out in her 20s so yeah. So anyway, yeah, so, she really liked it too. Fun fact, this came out the it premiered in theaters the exact same day that Ghostbusters did. Which is wild. I wonder uh, how that Yeah. I wonder if people saw one and not the other. Uh well this made a lot of money and so did Ghostbusters. So people watched oh, them both. But we'll talk about the the budget. I just want to quickly look up all the movies that came out in nineteen eighty four. Also my mom has watched this, so shout out Mama Shortall mom short all yes. yes and she watched uh, one of her episodes recently too yeah so, she told us so. out to her she's great yeah. But anyway yeah she she loves this one too okay there are some crazy movies that came out in 1984 we've got uh 16 candles gremlins ghostbusters the terminator dune oh, wow. uh indiana jones and the temple of doom supergirl uh nightmare on elm street the wow. first one there are so many just so many huge movies ones, conan yeah. the destroyer 16 candles great movie we need to what what we need to do is we need to um we need to have a rom-com moment like in february or something that'd be fun i think we should do um i think we just do the john hughes movie maybe like a trilogy so like unfortunately i don't know who john Hughes. he's the director of 16 candles and breakfast club and pretty in pink the same guy so we should we should do those three like back to back to back maybe we do that in january or february or something but um, we should do a rom-com a rom-com moment i think that would be nice yeah yeah like uh 2000s rom-com 50 first dates uh, how to lose a guy in 10 days yeah like no like strings that. attached yeah yeah that's wrong good so that's just future thinking but anyway, yeah. yeah um this though is a christmas movie would you say this is a christmas movie or is it a movie set at christmas i i would say it's a christmas movie really i, I really would just because like i know people love to say that about die hard and i yeah. think it's funny to say that it's a christmas movie but like that that one is definitely just like set at christmas uh-huh. and i got i talked to this about to someone at work the other day and they were like you know it technically is because of all these plot devices you know and this that and the other yeah. and i'm like shut up shut the hell up like it's <laughs> it's just set at christmas it's an action movie you yeah. know but this one i say i would say is okay. in my opinion do you I think-, think it's not um i think it's about as much as one as i think it's a little bit more of, i'd say it's as much a christmas movie as home alone is home alone's definitely because home alone's just a kid killing people you could set that anytime he didn't need to be left alone at christmas he could have been left alone in the summer yeah i suppose that's a good point yeah but and I this guess... is the same thing the gremlins could have came out at any point but it's very christmas is in every scene you know there's hmm. some sort of christmas element the one girl has the horrible Christmas backstory we'll talk about. I I don't know. In my opinion. The Mogwai is a Christmas present. So yeah. I, I'll say it's a Christmas movie. It definitely. They I learn a lesson like you do in Christmas movies where yeah. it's like you got to be more mature. You know, I'll say it is. Yeah. I guess I guess the thing about it is I don't know what technically is considered a Christmas movie. Yeah. Like the 
but in my mind it is okay yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm gonna i'm gonna say this too especially it, since it was my pick for the yeah. christmas movie yeah and like it has a bunch of like not only is it also set at christmas time but like there's a bunch of christmas like decorations everywhere and yeah. like it gives off the christmas movie vibe and like right i don't know it's obviously not a typical one in terms of like romantic comedy christmas movies right. but like in my opinion, it is. I it's a know. it's a Christmas horror movie, is I guess what I'd say. Which horror is being very, but we'll t- very we'll, mild. We'll yeah. talk about why it has the horror label here in a minute. Actually, okay. let's go ahead and talk about it. So, yeah. when this movie came out, uh, they didn't really know how to market it, right? Because yeah. it's like a family friendly horror movie, kind yeah. of um, set at Christmas with these really cute characters. They're like how we market this they didn't think it was going to be successful at all hmm. also sorry if our screen up here if you're watching the youtube video first screen freezes it's been acting weird uh so just it, it'll it'll right keep now. playing after a while <laughs> um so they didn't know how to market this movie though and so um what they decided was let's kind of put the emphasis on the cute and cuddly aspect of it right like mm-hmm. gizmo he's adorable and they are very cute i wish I had they're really cute well, yeah um and so families went in and then people started getting murdered and gremlins are ex- being exploded in the microwave and it's these you know some of these horrible gross scenes for especially for a little kid yeah and um they started this kind of controversy because people started like getting up with their families and leaving the theater before it's over which oh my god you know yeah. like um give me a break and so <laughs> but the reason they were able to market it that way is because used to uh there was no pg-13 rating there was g pg r and so when this came out, it was PG, which would have put it as the same as like most Pixar movies, mm. you know? So um, two months after this movie came out is when they made the PG-13 rating because of this movie and because That's of Temple tea. of Dune. Because they were like, we, this isn't, it's not bad enough to be R, but it's not family friendly really. So we have well, to make something in between. Yeah. I mean, I would take a 10 year old to this. Oh yeah. Or like a eight-year-old or something but if you know your kid like you're right i mean it's it's just an, it's not even but a person exploding but there's a difference between this and you know a pixar movie you know there yeah. is there's a little you know there's some gore and stuff in it not human gore but yeah like the gremlins get chopped up and yeah and, you know Do people i think people die right Who people die in it yeah yeah but not like crazy i guess you don't see know. human blood outside of like some face cuts and things yeah yeah I don't know. I it don't was. Know. Do you want to talk about what this movie was going to be? Or should, well, I guess we should wait that wait on that till the end. I don't. I don't know what it used to be or was going to be. I, yeah. I don't know that so we'll go ahead and talk about. It. So this movie was going to have a much darker tone. Yeah. Initially, mm-hmm. get it closer to that R rating. So I know one of the scenes um, that they changed was the mom's going to die, have her head cut off, and the gremlins are going to throw it down the stairs at Billy. That was wild. That's horrifying. <laughs> um, there's some other things. Let me see. I, I think it's in my IMDb trivia. Board in my mind, it. it makes it more of a Christmas movie that it is like mostly like it is a happy ending, you know? Yeah. Like nothing too gory or like insane happens. This in is way. insane. What th- this was originally in the script. They took it out. There were also scenes showing the gremlins eating Billy's dog. So they kill the dog and eat it. Oh, that would have made me sad. <laughs> yeah. And also one where they attack a McDonald's, but they eat the customers rather than the Big Mac. So you walk in, they're like biting off people's heads. Oh my god! So it was nearly a much you know gorier movie. That would have made it all. They toned it down. But I, in my mind, like I said, I think that makes it more so of a Christmas movie. Yeah, because yeah. like no one dies in that way, I guess. Right. You see, people die, but it's mostly off camera, or yeah. it's a really wacky, almost like played for a joke yeah, type of way. Right. Um, Cartoonish. 
cartoonish. So if you will. the impact this had on pop culture was, I'd say, pretty significant. This is parodied a lot, but also this was obviously the pop culture thing we talked about with getting the PG thirteen rating started. It was this and Indiana Jones and Temple of Doom both coming out that year that people are like okay we got to have another rating mm. um so that's huge because mm. now i have pg-13 but um it also inspired a lot of things like a lot of sort of how you deal with family-friendly horror there's almost there's even like i think even like it the 2017 was a little bit inspired by this by like what is what is scary to a kid and the way that yeah. a gremlin is this weird clown and on a higher scale that's obviously a much scarier movie i think like the concept a little yeah. bit yeah and, and you like, pointed out uh stranger things it and, just it gives yeah. off that vibe because it's like almost like it's not alien it's mm-hmm. definitely a little bit almost i don't even know what the word is like not necessarily racist the way that they like go to some random asian man and buy gizmo it's uh he's a stereotype yeah, yeah. like a stereotype of some asian culture that is not named yeah unless they named it i don't know there is also that some, was weird there but are like, some controversy and that was big in the 80s there's a lot of we got those john hughes movies yeah there's a lot of asian stereotypes in those yeah, yeah. um there's also some controversy that some people thought that the gremlins were racist that they were portrayed like black people because they're i don't know much about that i don't know i, I don't know i mean um I didn't really look into it that much, but the, some of the thing, the claims is like, uh, I think a lot of them comes from the author of the novel this is based on. Oh, yeah. It, and it's things, based off of the novel, I forgot. Yeah. yeah, and things that he said where he was very disparaging to black people, and well, then he had said that he had based it. some of his gremlins off of them. I wouldn't doubt So it. I don't know how much of that goes into the movie. Right, but, exactly. Um, At least yeah. maybe the book. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know much about that, but um, I don't know. Yeah, it's... Something weird about that. I don't yeah. Know. Yeah. <laughs> I noticed that. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, yeah. I was going to say, yeah. It definitely, I feel like, inspired Grogu, like, from uh, The Mandalorian. Yes. Or, I don't know if it definitely did, but, like, he, there's a definitely, Grogu looks a lot like, like Gizmo. Gizmo he definitely ways. did. Yeah. Grogu looks more like Gizmo than he does look like Yoda. He's got the big eyes where Yoda doesn't really have. His ears are kind of floppy or longer compared yeah. to the size of the head, like Gizmo's. I don't I think know if they, that's just what cute characters look like, but like it definitely yeah. is very similar in a lot of ways. And that and that is true that if you want to make a character cute, usually give them bigger eyes and things. But yeah, they're they look very similar. Yeah. Uh, and this um and the we way had that said he, like it gets carried around and like he speaks English apparently. Grogu doesn't, but yeah. like <laughs> and the, anyway, yeah. But I I think there's definitely a lot of similarities. And um, this also directly inspired. Now we talked about this. We figured it was true, but I looked it up. This directly inspired uh, Furbies. It came out in the nineties. Which because so that was definitely more my demographic. And yeah, ours, I guess. Um, and I was like, is that a Furby? <laughs> I I guess I didn't put together that like Furbies Gremlins came first, right? And yeah. then they put out furbies yeah um i remember mine it was really cute i think it was like a bird thing though oh yeah you know like they made it into like that kind of thing okay they were yeah. very cute i had one and it was a little scary okay because there are like, a lot of reports there's several dozens if not hundreds of reports of people saying that you know they take the batteries out of their furby and it still will talk a little bit yeah things. so I don't, I don't know, know what that's about. It yeah. Um, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I had yeah. one of those very cute. Uh, so the rough summary of the plot, and sorry, the screen's frozen. It'll it'll you stop from freezing just, in a minute. Just look at our yeah. faces. It'll this cat in the corner. Give it a minute. It'll yeah. The cat. <laughs> yeah, and it moves its eyes and it's not frozen. Um, 
so rough summary of the plot the story follows a young man who receives a strange creature as a pet which then spawns an, uh, other creatures who transform into small destructive mischievous monsters that all wreak havoc on a whole town on christmas eve uh this movie is only hour 46 minutes which we appreciate nice let's talk about the actors in this uh zach galligan he plays billy the main character yeah he's not in much else outside of this he was an unknown uh actor that was cast in this role just because he had such good chemistry with uh phoebe kate who I was about plays to say that. both kate. of them hot both yes. of them tense yeah <laughs> i was like wow look and they them. got good chemistry and yeah. that, that's why they they hired them as they said they had great chemistry when they were uh auditioning so, yeah, yeah, yeah um her hair is great this is the first i feel like 80s movie where i'm like wow she has Phoebe really Kate's. good hair yeah so she yeah. is 60 the one that now plays kate, yeah these today she's 60 yeah uh she looks amazing yeah. if you pull up a current photo of her she looks at most 40 and you know um, what we love that yeah I, and you know what she's probably been unproblematic that's probably why she's yeah so. i i always look and i don't i don't research these people too hard but i'll look at like if they've done something bad enough on their wikipedia page it'll say controversy yeah so i went through i always go through all of them and i, I couldn't find anything for these people and so, we love that yeah. we do um oh yeah she but back good. to zach galligan he hasn't done really he wasn't able to really get cast in much else after gremlins um yeah. but he's in gremlins 2 the new batch and he is uh recently um came back to voice his role in the new animated gremlins series so that's pretty cool i didn't know it was animated yeah the new series is animated yeah. it's like a cartoon more kid focused no they they look great um in the movie and then now i'm trying to look at a photo of him now zach galligan he, she looks better but <laughs> But you know he yeah. he got to come. I think he's fifty nine. She's sixty. But yeah, she looks she looks fantastic. He uh, has that kind of stare in his eyes. I don't appreciate. But he it. Lo- for sixty, he looks pretty good too. That's true. Uh, they both have aged very well. But because um, they they are problematic. That's why yeah. they haven't <laughs> haven't said anything racist. Yeah. This, unless they have, then I take that back. But, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, Hoyt ago, I think as I say his name, he plays Randall Peltzer, and in the movie, he improvised almost every single one of his lines. I said he kept to the main plot storyline but he would just he didn't memorize them he'd just do his own Who thing is that? the dad oh yeah so billy's dad is a the unemployed Hoyt. guy yeah yeah <laughs> and he's really good i think he's fun he's it's uh, it's rare that you get a dad in an 80s movie that's not a jerk or a businessman i like that he's just kind of like this modern man that's just trying to make it and he's he not cares. very good at yeah. it but he's happy he, he's never like oh, I, I hate all my inventions he's just like Oh, that one didn't work. I'll fix it. I'm gonna work on this plunger or whatever. You know, I like I like that. I appreciate that's fair. That. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. I also like the mom in this, uh Frances Lee McCain. She plays Lynn Peltzer, the mom. And she, the same thing. They don't waste time being like her being like, get a job, none of your inventions work. She's yeah. just like, it's fine, you know, I'm we love each other. We'll do a little kiss, we'll we'll cook dinner. <laughs> I'll kill, you know, six gremlins on a kill streak later. Yeah. Uh I think she's really good. Everybody I in this is, is good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, I love them. And I guess, like, uh, the character is the character Zach Billigan, or is that the actor's name? Uh, Zach Gilligan no, or Billy. Gilligan Billy is, the is what it is. Actor. Oh, yeah, Billy. yeah, his name's Billy. Uh, yeah, Billy, I guess, is like a young 20s. Yeah, they don't really say. Big. Yeah, he looks like it at least because he has a bank job, so he's at least 18, yeah. 19. Yeah. Um, I think they say she's like... 21 or 22, Phoebe yeah. Kate's character, uh, yeah. Kate. But yeah, and I think he's supposed to just be around that age, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. I, I guess he's old enough to order a beer oh at yeah the bar. so then yeah, yeah 21 at least well how about i go through the plot as we always do on yeah. um 
Wikipedia. Struggling inventor Randall Peltzer visits a Chinatown antique store hoping to find a Christmas present for his son, Billy. Inside, Randall encounters a small furry creature called a mogwai. Uh, the mogwais are adorable, aren't they? Very cute. Yeah. yeah. So they were based off of, um, I have it here. It was a mix of a Japanese, I don't know if you, this is a chin dog or shin dog, but it's some kind of Japanese it, it dog. It gave that, yeah, like the, uh, the small nose, like a pug almost. Yeah, so it's yeah. a mix of that and Steven Spielberg's own dog was used as like the basis for the color scheme for Gizmo, the brown and white. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. so uh, they kind of did that and they just kind of made the eyes bigger. Huh? What kind of dog did he have? I just, I don't know, probably normal mutt or something. You know? <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Um so yeah, I know that when they were first making the Gremlins, they were trying to decide between puppets. Um, the director wanted puppets, Spielberg wanted puppets, but the studio wanted to get away from puppets. They first made them try putting monkeys in Gremlin costumes. That oh my god! Obviously, yeah. the monkeys freaked out when you put a big thing on their head yeah. and um, attacked people. So they were like, "Well, we can't, we can't do this." Why did anyone think that was a good idea? Yeah, I don't know. That's insane. There's also um, they. They've said since then there was no CGI in this whatsoever, even like the 80s version of CGI they had, none of it. So everything in this is it's like done effects, there. Yeah, yeah like uh, puppets and realistic special effects. And I think I think it looks good. It looks that. really good, especially yeah. the horrible, gross scenes where like the gremlin, you know, their gremlin explodes in a microwave or their skin melts off. It yeah. makes it look so real and gross. Yeah. And, whereas I think if you use CGI, especially CGI then, it would look kind of like like i could tell it's real real. yeah Yeah. (laughs) you wouldn't have that same like kind of feel you know um so the owner mr wing refuses to sell randall the creature but his grandson secretly does warning randall to remember three important rules do you remember the rules uh yes uh they don't like sunlight yep you can't expose them to light no light and then don't feed them after midnight yep which does it start over at 8 a.m like (laughs) when do you when can you feed them can you just never feed them well they make fun of that in the sequel Oh, and they're okay. like, yeah, because it doesn't make any sense. You can't. Can you it's give always me a time past reference? midnight. Yeah. Somewhere, you know, that doesn't. You can't give me a time range when I can feed them. And what <laughs> if I eat at 1150? Anyway, that's whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not after, what's the third one? Not after midnight. And then uh, don't get them wet. Don't get them wet. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Gremlin rules. Everybody knows them. Um, and, and, you know, and those are those are dumb, but. They're fun. I don't. I don't mind it because these I are mean, obviously I, some sort of like mystical creature. So I think. I mean, obviously, yeah, that. And then also, like, it was obviously a way because it's like, why did any of that yeah. need to be a thing? And I think it just is a way to obviously have a plot happen. Yeah. You know? so. It also seems like they can drink water. They just can't get it on them because they're in the bar drinking beer and they're fine. True. So, and I mean, I guess they'd have to drink water to survive. I guess they just, their skin is like, they can't get it on their skin. I yeah. Guess. That's what it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you do, if you yeah give it sunlight, it will kill it. Do not let it come in contact with water and above all, never feed it after midnight. Randall returns home to Kingston Falls where he gives the Mogwai to Billy as a pet. Billy works in the local bank, but fears his dog Barney will be put down by widowed miser Miss, uh, Mrs. Deagle, uh, who's just cartoonishly evil. Yeah, which, which I, is know. fun. Yeah, yeah and because she... you know that she's going to be killed in a horrific way. Hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. And, and my, my other thing about that too is like, if she is such a terrible person and just like cuts the line every single time she goes to the damn bank, <laughs> why is just has no one said anything? I love like, the... hey, lady, can you stop cutting me? Like, can you stop? Has 
Why has no one said anything? <laughs> what does she have so, over these people? Everybody's so scared of her. There's that uh, <laughs> There's that one guy that she walks by and he's like, it's a beautiful morning, Mrs. Uh, what's her name? Mrs. Bean or whatever. Yeah. Beagle. And she's like, what's so good about it? Yeah. He's like, oh, I love that. I think it's so funny. And then, and then you have the the family, the mom with the two kids. Like, yeah. we can't, we can't remain our rent this month. Is there any way? And she's like, that's not my problem. You can, you know, you know what to ask Santa for, you bunch of freeloaders. Yeah, and then, literally. And then the, the little family walks away in the kitchen like, I'm hungry. And the mom's like, me too. I was like, <laughs> I was like, give me a break. Uh, what are you talking about? Oh, that, that was funny, but I was just yeah. like, oh my God. <laughs> just making her so evil so that you know in that in that second or third act, she's going to get absolutely She's going to get it. Killed. Yeah. yeah. Um. So Randall names the Mogwai Gizmo and explains the three rules. Gizmo is friendly and docile, but when Billy's young friend Pete accidentally spills water over Gizmo, five more Mogwai spawn from his back, a more troublemaking sort led by the aggressive Stripe named for the tuft of hair on his head. Did you find it weird that Billy hangs out with a 13-year-old boy? Oh, uh, yeah, that's a good point. Do you know, uh, so the reason why that is, is that boy, the friend, was uh, cast as the actor before Billy. And before Billy, Billy was uh, originally Billy was going to be the same age, but later in the writing process, they changed the age up. So, Why? Uh, but the well, the thing is that the kid was cast way earlier before the script was even done because mm-hmm. the kid was initially supposed to be in Steven Spielberg's ET, mm-hmm. and they had to cut all the scenes for time, and it made and Spielberg felt bad, so he's like, "Well, you can be the best friend mm-hmm. in my next movie, Gremlins." Or, you know, the movie I'm producing, Gremlins. Hmm. But then they changed it. So they're like, well, I'm not going to tell. I'm not going to cut this kid again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? So they just they just left it and didn't really explain it. Yeah, Which they, I, I kind of took a it. a way to explain it, but they obviously just did it very well. Yeah, I kind of just took it as like, well, sometimes, you know, you got that neighbor that's a kid that just is always around. And that's yeah. kind of how I just took it. I, I didn't and, really honestly think about that. Yeah. Like, Back at home, Stripe and his uh, fellow Mogwai trick Billy into feeding them after midnight by serving... Uh, severing the power cord on his alarm clock they form cocoons as does hansen's mogwai which soon hatches uh emerging as a mischievous dark green reptilian monsters called gremlins who then torture gizmo and attack billy's mother lynn uh and hansen is killed by his gremlin the cocoons are so nasty they're like wet and slimy and they look like insect like the cocoons almost yeah yeah it looks kind of like um the movie alien the poster with like the egg cracking open that's kind of what they look like yeah yeah and uh i don't really know why they chose to have one of them at the school with the science teacher yeah and also additionally which is hansen the one that got killed by his little grandma right. and additionally why can he even do tests at the school lab <laughs> does he have a lab He's doing some sort of blood test on them. So how does he how does he have a lab? (laughs) He's a science teacher at the school in the eighties. Yeah, I'm not understanding. Like, does he have another job where he has a lab? Maybe, or because he's not getting paid enough. You know what I mean? Yeah, to just do random lab tests at school. Yeah. I was like, what are you doing, sir? I like when he tries to hand him the candy bar and it like bites his hand, though. Yeah. And it stabs him in the butt because he, he did, you know, the gremlin was hurt by the shot. But also, like, why did he stab him? Like, what was even in the syringe? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. The The gremlins and the director talks about this because at first when he was reading the script, uh, he didn't really understand, like, the gremlins. And he was like, what is their thing? And him and the costume designer 
realized when they were uh got to the part where they were kind of like wearing the people's clothes and stuff they're like oh these are parodies of people these are parodies of humans essentially yeah. so that's why they you know they'll be a little vengeful and they'll do something a little mean or you know stupid because it's supposed to be like a parody of a human i guess I you know making fun of ourselves i guess hmm. a little bit Fair enough. um so the uh, the gremlins are loose now. Lynn and Billy are able to kill off the gremlins, except for Stripe, who escapes to a local YMCA. There, Stripe jumps into the swimming pool, spawning an army of gremlins who wreak havoc in Kingston Falls. Many people are injured or outright killed by the gremlins' rampage, including Mrs. Deagle. Uh, the way Mrs. Good Deagle dies yeah. is wild. She is uh, on her little stair lift. Uh, Which I don't know why. First of all, I don't know why she has that. You know those stair lifts for old people whenever yeah. they like can't really walk or go upstairs. Yeah, you have to sit on them and then you'd like it taken like a, down the stairs. Right. I don't know why she even has that. She walked fine earlier. <laughs> so she's got the, but it looks like it's a huge staircase, a huge yeah. spiral. It's got to be like several hundred steps when because. Uh, she walked fine i was like not yeah. understanding that at all i was like okay girl like whatever i guess <laughs> but it's it's like it's electrical it's electric powered and they nestle the wiring the gremlin so that when she goes to go back up the stairs it just takes off like a rocket it's like, like 200 miles so per fast, hour yeah. and uh shoots her through the Out front the wall of her house and then she falls to her death outside and lands uh, face first in the snow <laughs> well like you know like uh the wicked witch of the west when, when, well, yeah you know, when he watched wizard of Oz, like how her feet were just in the air like that it was giving that yeah it was definitely a homage to that also because she had also said like i'll get your pretty dog too or whatever early uh, in the movie yeah, too yeah so that was supposed to be kind of that character yeah there's a lot of homages in this, especially to like Spielberg's older work. There's uh, a lot of homages to E.T. You see like E.T. Yeah. plush, one of the gremlins say phone home. Um, That's true. Yeah. 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 That's a good point. There's, there's, I've got some in my trivia for later, but there's a lot of different callbacks to different movies and things. Yeah. Um, Interesting. You know, you see the Mickey Mouse ears in the theater, stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one of the gremlins have on mouse ears. But but yeah, the way that she dies is is really it is pretty funny. It's not yeah. like they like slit her throat or anything crazy. She just like gets shot out the window and then I guess immediately dies, like cracks her neck open. Who knows yeah. how it happened? But like <laughs> she, all you see is her. She's like laying on her back, I think, in that little chair, and then like she's just dead. She doesn't move. Yeah, she's there. So Billy reports this to the police, but they prove to be no help as they don't believe his story, even after he shows them Gizmo. And that that pissed me off. Yeah. Because like you're still not believing what I'm telling you. This creature and you're seeing it. As far as you know, does not exist, and now it does. And so, you're looking at it. Yeah, yeah. What do you like? And they're still like, Oh, really? Hey, like go out there and look, I guess. They just <laughs> called you about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, that may be bad. I'm like and then, of course, they're no help when they get there. Yeah. So, I don't know. Are we calling in the National Guard? Like, what are we doing about this? And why is there only two of them there? Yeah. Like, so, also whatever. around this time, it doesn't have it in the plot here, but um, the what I'm assuming is a World War II veteran guy, uh, the drunk at the bar, yeah. is killed also. Him and his wife are both killed by gremlins that come in with his own snowplow right. and run them over. Yeah. Just probably the... Probably the, the probably the main character, the biggest characters to die, and probably the most horrific human death. They don't show it, but like yeah. it's obviously implied that they yeah. got run over, and that that was why they were called out. That's what happened, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. they 
got killed by you know the gremlins with their snowplow or a tractor or whatever it was and then which it went through the house it was crazy yeah um and then like the front of their house and, and remember then, this is all done real so they would have yeah. just probably just drove through a real house yeah or at least a, a they built you know probably the exterior of a house and drove through it one of the two that's that et money yeah but anyway yeah so then that happened and then that was why the police people um were, were called out and then they were also like there's little green i think they said green men on a yeah. number but i don't know then they they see them attacking other people and then they just roll out their window and just like drive away yeah like, you guys are no help not gonna call backup <laughs> no, they just what do you mean? Yeah. Oh my. I do like the design of the of when they become the gremlins, though. They're very, very monkey like. Uh, it's very that, and then also crocodilish, like elf, evil elf, crocodile, yeah. reptile. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They got you know if they have any hair, it's usually like kind of white or you know short, and they just they, they, they stand upright, and their like limbs are longer, yeah. and they got claws. They yeah, they're kind of like a mix between like a lizard and a, a monkey almost. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Um. So as Billy rescues his girlfriend, Kate Berenger, they hide in the now abandoned bank where Kate reveals to Billy and Gizmo why she hates Christmas. When she, this is this is insane that this is in the movie because it is such a tonal shift from there is nothing else like this story in, it, in yeah. the movie. And like that, it doesn't really even like it add doesn't anything. even add that much. Yeah. So, so why did we do this? Uh, so the story is when she was nine years old, her father went missing on Christmas Eve and did not come home on Christmas Day either. Several days later, he, she found him dead because of the scent, the, the stench in uh, their chimney while dressed as Santa Claus. He was planning on coming down the chimney, snapped his neck on the way there, got stuck and died. Why? Okay. Why is this man going down the chimney? Why did he do that? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not understanding. She does a great job delivering this story. Like, yeah. it, it does make you, like, you picture it as she's saying it. Right. But I'm like, the studio want, didn't want this in, so, like, this doesn't fit. It's weird and dark. Spielberg said, he's like, I don't really want this in. It's weird and dark. But you're the director. It's your movie. If you want it in, it's your movie. You should have it in. So Spiel, Spielberg stood up for him and, and let him have it because the directors who wanted this, this part. And so it just doesn't like it does there's no callback to it. it doesn't have any effect on like the gremlin story that yeah. like there's no they don't really grow from it it's not like at the end she learns like to appreciate christmas you know it, it, exactly so then it's like why did we even yeah. why did we do that the director claims he says he sees it as that story is a microcosm for the entire plot of the movie that it's about loss and and, and learning a lesson and thing but it's like what do you even learn that your dad's an idiot <laughs> that's what i'll say yeah for some reason he decided he should go down the chimney yeah. and snap his neck and died why didn't he not just go through the front door right why would anyone see like it's amazing he lived until when he did because like just do a stupid shit like that i'm not <laughs> understanding but yeah. but anyway i mean <laughs> i understand why then she would not like christmas but then why not at the end was she not like Oh, now I have a uh, another reason because of you to like Christmas. If we're gonna argue that it's about like that or like yeah. it has something to do with like their relationship, no, it, it's never mentioned again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, all right, <laughs> yeah, it's it's a little out of place. And I've always thought that as a kid, I remember hearing that story and thinking like that is the darkest thing I've ever heard as a kid, <laughs> you know. But um, so wild. anyway, yeah, so a, sort of a weird story to be put in there. Billy and Kate discover that the town has fallen silent. The Gremlins, Gremlins are watching Snow White and the Seven Dwarves in the local theater. They set off a natural gas explosion, incinerating all the Gremlins except for Stripe, 
who uh, left to commandeer more candy at a Montgomery Ward store across the street. As morning approaches, they follow Stripe into the department store where Stripe attempts to use a fountain to spawn more gremlins. Gizmo opens a spotlight, though, exposing Stripe to sunlight, killing him. Gizmo gets the, the kill. We love that. Yeah, the little and hero. he's so cute. He said, bright light. Yeah. I did. He's a bright light. He was originally, uh, in the first script, Gizmo and Stripe are the same. They're, they're one character. He starts out good. He gets wet. He turns evil. Oh. They realize, Spielberg realized, he's like, no, this, this story needs, like, a, a hero creature that people can relate to and like. Yeah. And then after they made it and was so cute, they were like, okay, well, he's definitely going to stay good because we can sell a lot of these toys. I was just about to say, they're going to yeah. be like, oh, yeah, the money in this. Yeah. So yeah. then that's when they said, well, let's make him the hero. But let's put him in a Barbie car, make it real cute. We'll sell even more toys. You know? And it worked. It does. Because as soon me. as you did, you're like, that is cute. <laughs> it is cute. As a kid, I wanted, I would, I, I, haven't, I can't believe I haven't said this yet in the video. I used to Google are gremlins real anywhere can i get a mogwai please i need one i'm like is there a way is, is the science trying to make a mogwai like i'd look up every i was like i want gizmo so bad he said he's adorable do i need to go to another country to get yeah, him? Yeah. Yeah. Where, where's that asian man store at or that that stereotypical man where is he yeah where's, yeah i need to go i have to go <laughs> um so as the local news reports on the day's mysterious tragedies mr wing reclaims gizmo at the peltzer home he scolds the Peltzers for their negligence and criticizes Western society for its carelessness with nature. However, as he turns to leave, Gizmo, having bonded with Billy, bids the young man goodbye. It was <laughs> watch very cute. Bye-bye. Or bye, bye, Billy. Yeah. yeah, yeah very He's like, cute. bye, Billy. Uh, a touch Mr. Wing then concedes that Billy may be ready one day, but until then, Gizmo will be waiting. And he waits until the second movie, which yeah. uh, we'll definitely watch. That one is a is 100% a Halloween movie because it's got all the horror aspects but it's set at halloween so maybe next halloween we'll Team, watch it yeah. yeah or maybe we'll watch it before then I don't yeah know, but. but um but yeah it was, it was very cute the whole yeah. time i was like wow i need a gizmo plush now <laughs> right. you know? but yeah um, very cute the so let's talk about some of the other things going on here we talked about the puppets the special effects um the, the theme so, song. speaking of the special effects though like the whenever the evil gremlin like jumps into the pool that looked really cool yeah, yeah. i like how like they use fog and stuff and it, it bubbles up and then when gizmo hits the lights that face melting scene is you know pulled straight from and that's referencing steven spielberg's work on the first indiana jones movie as a callback to it that's true when yeah. it's uh, well, yeah you when know they opened opened the arc of the covenant, covenant yeah. when he opened the, the sky and then like uh stripe melted away yeah. yeah that that was pretty crazy yeah that's a great effect the when the mom's killing all the gremlins in the house i mean when she microwaves that one that is a explodes, gross effect yeah. I, your face was like because it explodes and it's blood's green she chops one up in a blender uh there's a lot of like they're able to get away with the gore by doing it to the gremlins yeah you know? exactly uh giving them a gross green blood and like so they're snotty like a lot of them just have snot running down their faces or they're just like drools hanging down the clip of them like all like causing havoc at not only the movies which is just wild that they're even sitting and watching snow white and snow. <laughs> like why did they do that probably because i guess they had to put in disney somehow for some reason but yeah i mean i the reason they said is that they wanted to do um a movie that they would like because they had sort of like the brains of like kids so a cartoon uh, and it was christmas time so they were like what movie comes out and apparently back then and sometimes in some places still today 
uh, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs is played at every a lot of cinemas during Christmas because it originally released on Christmas, apparently. Interesting. I didn't yeah. know that. Well, maybe that's why. But yeah. anyway, yeah, they all sit very calmly and watch Snow White. But then before that, everyone's like causing ruckus. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like they're doing the most. And then. Uh... I like when they're singing along. <laughs> Hi-ho. It's <laughs> good. Yeah. yeah. And so anyway, whenever they're all together they always just cause them ruckus like they're always trying to eat everything in sight like yeah. candy and everything yum, yum. in the candy store specifically and yeah. um anyway yeah they just look gross and then at the bar where kate works um part-time i guess like she was having to serve them and then realized <laughs> like very scared and they're all drinking yeah, and like the one of them had a little smoking. hat and, a, and a, a cigar and was sitting in the corner alone looking yeah. sad the one comes up starts doing hand puppets and... yeah like that that was like genuinely pretty Put funny. gizmo on the dartboard and throw darts at him yeah <laughs> it's genuinely pretty funny but i was just like this they all look silly like yeah. they look dumb and uh and then finally kate realizes that she can use her little polaroid for light so she can get out of there but yeah i was like that's funny and they looked silly they looked they didn't even look gross and they just looked like like they were trying to be people yeah like yeah they'll put on a wig and a hat and a little suit or whatever a scarf (laughs) like the ones that are christmas caroling and they all have on like the the scarves and the like, where did they even get these clothes (laughs) probably have people they killed i guess but they're like small you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) perfectly fit i don't know Uh, yeah very very like like you said like cartoonish like funny stuff we don't get movies like this anymore that's like a live action cartoon yeah you know where it's like they want everything to be animated Yeah, Yeah, yeah yeah but um yeah very funny to me um, other great things about this movie is the soundtrack. The theme song for this is incredible. Like, dun, 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 dun. I get this stuck in my head just <laughs> on random days. I, I may not have watched the movie in six years, and yeah. I was just randomly guess, that or the or, um, uh, Gizmo song. The doo, 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 doo. he like hums it, almost sounds like a whistle. I don't think I remember. It's pretty good too. Yeah, yeah. but. But anyway, yeah, I mean that's one thing Steven Spielberg, Spiel, Spielberg, Spielberg, <laughs> whatever. Um, that, I feel like he does that well. Is yeah, he always gets the. But you know, a lot of times he works with John Williams. For this, it was uh, Jerry Goldsmith. Who, yeah, every every song in this is good, and all the variations of the song. Like, there's different variations of the theme song where one's like more calming, and then one's like very aggressive when the gremlins are attacking. I, I like all that. Yeah. Uh, so this movie was made on a budget of 11 million. So, you know, rel- on the cheaper side, not, not necessarily for the eighties, but for a blockbuster that did as well as this, mm-hmm. because it made 154 million. So it oh, made yeah, a made lot of money. money. Um, and that's an eighties money. So yeah. today, you know, that'd be oh, probably that'd over be, double that. That'd be a damn Marvel movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it, and releasing the same day as Ghostbusters having to compete with that, which is also a legacy eighties sort of gross horror movie where the the ghosts are gross in the same sort of way and you know that's it's crazy that it did as well the director said he's like i don't know how this was a success or why it was he's like i we didn't think it's gonna make any money yeah (laughs) yeah um let's close it out with some imdb trivia uh chris columbus the film's writer drew inspiration from legends of gremlins in the raf that can be dated all the way back to the Second World War. In folklore, a gremlin is a creature that causes malfunctions in aircraft and other machinery. They tend to be depicted with large eyes, spiky backs, and sharp teeth. Oh, yeah. I think that's like a thing that they would say. Like, 
Well, there's probably gremlins in it, and that's what they kind of allude to at the end. It's like yeah. when something doesn't work, it could be a gremlin. Yeah, in you know, so. the um the guy that we assume is a World War II vet, he doesn't say it, but he talks about World War II. Oh, you're right. He, yeah, he says say this that. explicitly. He's like, well, there's gremlins in foreign-made technology. They get in there and they break. The that's stuff. true. Yeah, yeah. Um. Oh yeah, he said at the beginning too when yeah. Billy's car didn't work. Yeah. Yeah, because he's like, well, you gotta get that foreign so you need he's got a volkswagen beagle so he got that foreign stuff you need american made you don't have the gremlins in it whatever. which i was confused about that because i was like that sounds weirdly like i don't know but it but then i realized it's not long after world war ii so yeah, i guess like, people yeah, were still very 35 like, 40 years after so yeah i was like that feels weirdly racist or like you know like patriotic or like nationalistic you know yeah but patriotic's the wrong word more like nationalistic at that but, point you still had a lot of Nazis running around. You had people that yeah. were former Nazis now in America. So yeah. there would have been a lot of hate still for especially German people, which that's fair. It's kind of who he's alluding to in that. Because, like, yeah, because it was a Volkswagen. Yeah. yeah. At this point in 2023, it's been so long since then. But I guess at that point, it was what, like yeah. 30, 40 years? Right. People that worked, or I almost said worked in World War II that, like, served. Oh, yeah, and served. Yeah. yeah, they would have still obviously been alive and, like, been mm. working, you know, yeah. having to be a real person again. So, anyway, at first I was like, wait a second, what, what is that about? But, but anyway, yeah, it makes sense. And that feeds into a lot of the, the you know, the Asian stereotypes that we see in 80s movies. Yeah. You know, a lot of those movies were made by either people that fought, you know, fought and served or around for World War II and you know grew up and started making movies or people that's dad served and so there's a lot of still anti-asian you know or a lot of asian hate you know yeah especially them especially yeah. for you know japanese culture and you know so COVID that's didn't why uh, john what COVID didn't help you yeah i know that's <laughs> why like you, you watch a john hughes movie and every time there's an asian character he's a joke and you hear the gong like the you know? yeah which is like oh my god you know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We are better. Well, maybe we're not better than this, but we need to be. <laughs> yeah. Um, the set for Kingston Falls is the same one used for Back to the Future. Both uh, movies were filmed on the Universal Studios backlot. I, I think you can. I could kind of tell a little bit. Yeah. Have you seen Back to the Future? Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think it's. And we'll do that eventually. I'm sure. Yeah. That came out in '85. The year after this. That's that's definitely in the same genre, in my opinion, in my mind at least, of like, uh, Sixteen Candles, Pretty Woman. Mm -hmm. Uh, or no, Pretty in Pink. Pretty in Pink, yeah. <laughs> Breakfast Club. And, yeah, yeah, like in my mind, that's all very... Obviously, they're about different things, but they're all like around the same time. Yeah. And, like yeah. same genre, yeah. That, that sort of mid-80s type yeah, of era. Yeah. yeah. Um, so one of the studio notes to director John Dante, or Dante, I'm not sure he said the same, and executive producer Steven Spielberg on seeing the first cut was that uh, there were too many gremlins. Spielberg suggested cutting them all out and calling the movie people. So he got a little smart with them. Yeah, it's like, well, why don't you just cut them all out? We'll just call it people because if there's too many gremlins, it's called gremlins. It's supposed to be gremlins in the gremlins movie. Why? <laughs> why would there have been too many? Right. Why wouldn't you want more? That's like, if anything, because it gives the sense of like it's really overrun and like it's getting out of hand. Yeah. And, like, they, uh, uh, like the mom killed like five of them. They're yeah. easy to kill. You just need to have a lot of them. So, you, you know, they're harder to kill. That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why they would have. That's yeah. weird. It's a dumb, stupid note if, by an executive. If, if Steven Spiel, Spielberg <laughs> wasn't a part of this movie, it probably would have been worse. Yeah. Because, like, what are you talking about? Because he, he, at this point, had the reputation. If, if He would get his way. You know, yeah. he could stand up to whoever and be like, I'm the movie guy. I make the movies. Let me make my movie. <laughs> and I you can have guy. the money from it. That's all you do. So just, you know. 
Uh, Zach Galligan counted in an interview that when the movie was made, there was no CGI, so all the gremlins were animatronics, each costing between thirty to forty thousand dollars a piece in eighties money. So that's a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, when everyone left the lot for the day, security would have everyone open their trunks of their cars to make sure they weren't stolen. Uh, you can sometimes find one of these gremlins out and about in the world, like um, for sale online or whatever, and they go for a lot of money. Which makes sense. But additionally, what would you do with it? You know. Yeah. Well, they actually. This is funny. This there was a comic store that used to be in Jasper. They had a gremlin puppet. It wasn't a real one. It was a re- remake, mm-hmm. you know. But it was the exact size. I think it was stripe, mm-hmm. and it was the real size. It was made too detailed to look just like him, and it was like something crazy, like eight hundred dollars. Um, as no. a, I was like 10th grade and I just got my birthday money and I had some other money saved up. I came this close to buying it. I wish I would have for this podcast. No, right. How uh, cool would it be if we just had the gremlin right here? I mean, and I used the, I probably spent the money on something just as stupid, you know? So I should, I should have bought it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. In hindsight, it would be cool, but yeah. at the time I'd have been like, really? <laughs> really? <laughs> But uh, but anyway, yeah, I I think that puppets was definitely a way better choice. Yeah, yeah, we talked about it being released the same day as Ghostbusters. There are many connections to executive producer Steven Spielberg's other popular movie, E.T. Uh, one of the Gremlins say "Phone Home." There's a stuffed E.T. and at the beginning, one of the movies on the mark uh, marquee is "A Boy's Life," which was the fake name under which E.T. Uh, shipped to theaters. So they shipped it out and wrote a fake name on it so it wouldn't get stolen or leaked, essentially. What? They did the same thing with the first Star Wars. The first Star Wars uh, fake name was Blue Harvest. You like change the name so people don't steal it or like leak it, watch it, and then you know share all the plot details because you had to ship out the physical reels back then. You know, did not know that. Yeah, so if they got stolen, you know, if you saw one on a truck and it was Gremlins, and you've seen all this promotion for Gremlins, so I'll steal that and sell it for thousands of dollars. You know, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. So you'd lie, write a fake title on it, so nobody would know. Tea. <laughs> uh director joe dante still owns the peltzer peeler juicer the big juicer that explodes when he puts oranges in it uh 37 years later he listed it for sale to any devout movie prop collector he stated with the advice and a little help of some friends of mine i've attached can you guess what he's attached an nft oh oh my god that will function as the juicer certificate of authenticity because blockchain security i roll yada yada something something authenticated forever we got a gremlins director out here selling M- NFTs. Oh my god, I'm so sick and tired of NFTs. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I saw like, it. I was like, no. It just seems like he wasn't. You know, see, he put an eye roll in there. So I guess he's like, I didn't really want to do this, but they, you know, whatever. Like, give me a break. Yeah, at least he didn't create a fake coin to scam yeah. people. But, but still, I don't you know. Wouldn't, that's... You wouldn't invest in Grim Coin. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> uh let's get it back on track what uh does this movie hold up is it still a good movie today i would say so i think so too i think you show this to any kid as if they're capable of watching a little bit of of cartoony violence uh they're gonna love this i would say around like i don't know like eight eight or ten yeah yeah Yeah. i mean obviously i was probably about that i was probably like eight or so and i saw you know people know their kids but i mean in my opinion i feel like it would be around that age or at least like or even like middle school like that kind of thing yeah well, next week is part three, your final Christmas pick. And what are we going to watch? <laughs> um, I'm kind of in between 
I I think I want to do Jingle All the Way, but there's also unaccompanied yeah. minors that I watched a lot when I was younger. Yeah. I can't remember if it's a Christmas movie. I'm pretty sure it is. But... Okay, let's do this. Let's say the episode will be Jingle All the Way. Uh-huh. If we have time to also watch the other one, maybe we throw in a quick review at the end. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and then after that, what's your pick? Um, and we'll finish up the fourth part with Christmas Vacation. We got to do Christmas Vacation. That will either release on Christmas Eve or a day or two, but we may release it on a little bit early to try to get some... I don't think like anybody's going to watch it after Christmas. Yeah. So we may release the fourth episode a couple days early. But yeah. Yeah, It's going to be... That's my favorite of all time. So we're going to... It's going to be good. Yeah. And then after that, we'll get back to some regular uh, content. Well, I think we'll probably take a break for a week or two. Is there a New Year's movie? (laughs) Um, there's New Year's Day with um, Topher with Grace. All those, with the, with who? <laughs> Topher Grace. I don't think I know who that is. Yeah, he did. The, that 70s show guy. He was also Venom in Spider-Man 3. Interesting. Eric from that 70s show. So, but we're not going to do that. Because uh, <laughs> YouTube numbers are down for everybody the first two weeks of the year. Yeah. Especially for like a small channel like us. So we'll probably just take those weeks off and then come back. Well, we're going on vacation anyway, so... Yeah. Yeah. We're going to be out of town. Yeah. We'll be out of town anyway. So we'll talk about more of that later, but thank you everybody for listening, uh, for checking back in with our holiday movies. We'll be back next week. Like we said, we'll jingle all the way Arnold Schwarzenegger. Can't wait for that. Turbo man, all that. I think I have a turbo man somewhere. Um, I don't know what that is. That's what they're looking for in the movie. Oh, it's clear. I haven't seen it. Turbo man. Turbo man. Um, so yeah, maybe I'll hunt out my turbo man before then and we can, we can have a sitting here. Uh, that'll be fun. To be determined. Yeah. 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 But, uh, yeah, if you're listening on YouTube or a podcast app, we're on all podcast uh, apps. You can like comment, subscribe, not all podcasts let you do all those things, but you can at least leave five stars. Uh, you can also share the show with friends. It's the best thing you can do to support us. Get tell somebody to listen if you're on your story, put it on your story, and yeah, we share our posts. Feel free to share it, yeah. Uh, tag us in it if you got a a request for us. You can message us at Nuance Nostalgia Pod, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can also uh, email us at nuance nostalgia pod at gmail.com. Send us a message. Uh, we get some messages here and now and then, but we don't get a lot of suggestions. So send us some, send us some suggestions. We, yeah. We'll we'll get to that in the new year, probably. Comment, say hi, that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think I think that's about it. Yeah, if you're listening, check out the YouTube version. We're trying to build that up a little bit too. We also put all our uh, all our videos on Facebook too. So yeah. you also watch it there. Um, Maybe watch the one before and the one after this. Yeah, it'll be Instead right. It'll me. be on the screen. It'll say watch no, this watch one, this one and watch that one, or, and subscribe in the middle. That's what it's gonna say. Maybe just uh, just don't. Maybe just like look at it like this and don't look at me. Just look at Nick only, and then you can just listen to me. No, you look right. great. You always look great. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> don't feel like it anyway alright well thank you everyone thanks for girlies for listening in. thanks yeah. girl bosses for slaying with us today <laughs> and we'll be back next not a giant slay <laughs> next anyway. week alright well thank you everyone thanks, and we will see you next week bye